to speak to the governor, we'd get a reprieve. What did you say? Didn't you know about that, Miss Mona? Oh, he drove up last night. Well, the whole town's talking about the way he fought for you. Didn't he tell you that? No. No, he didn't. Must be weird not having anybody come on you. Don't you use condoms? Look, Doc, I go all natural. That's why my prices are so high. My sins would best be expressed in a monologue from the made-for-TV movie Sybil, starring a young Miss Sally Field as a woman with multiple personality disorder. Oh, look at you. My pretty little girl. Sitting there with her face all painted up and her little halter top. You're nothing but a little slut. Sorry about this. Maybe I'll lose some weight. Maybe I'll clear my junk. Maybe I'll just get drunk on apple wine. Me, I'll be just fine. Dandy. Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas. I'm barely getting through tomorrow. But still, I'm Doesn't require a th- 
in your heart. <laughs> so come on down and work for the artificial flower factory. Why fight it? Okay? Thank you. What, what are you, what are you writing? to my Fox in the City holiday special. Special! Most gay people are retarded. Fox in the City isn't dead. It's not dead. It was just hibernating. See, during the academic year, I have this thing called a job. And at said job, I'm expected to work. And I can't work and produce a podcast. It's just, it's too much. It takes up too, too much energy. I'm not, I'm not a spring chicken like I was 14 years ago when I started this show. Some things change for the worse. Like, uh, I, I don't have all the energy that I used to have. That's a bad change. But some things change for the better. 15 years ago, if we had sex and I pooped on your cock, if I got mud on the helmet, I'd be like, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Right? I, I never prepared. I just kind of thought, oh, it's charming when I do that. It's like my calling card. I'm so cute and young and thin. Guys, just get over it. Nobody ever tells you you're not going to be cute and young and thin forever. There's no manual. One day you wake up and you're 42 and nobody wants to have sex with you, despite the fact that you do so much preparation. You know, just on the off chance I might meet somebody tonight, I'm... I'm can't eat for a week. I need to hose everything out. I need to be clean as a whistle. So that part's good. That's just a benefit that comes with youth, right? You can you can poop directly on somebody and and they find it endearing. They're like, wow, he must really like me if he shit on me. And I'm thinking, no, 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 that's not what it means. I have commitment issues. Me pooping on you is just a metaphor for what I'll do to you in this relationship that lasts all of one week. Starting now. A week later, I become Siri at an awkward dinner. I'm really sorry about this. I had so many gentlemen callers back then. Not anymore. Now I, I woke up and I'm, I'm Amanda Wingfield from the Glass Menagerie. Reminiscing back in the day when I had so many gentlemen callers. But those days are done. All by myself. Don't want to be all by myself anymore. When I was young, I never needed anyone. And making love was just for fun. Those days are done. So yay! Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Whatever holiday you celebrate, if you're into it, I love it too. Satan. What is Satan Christmas? What do they call that? Hold on. Let me look this up in Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia. I love it. Okay, it's called Satan Christmas. Is called Walpurgis Night. Have yourself a merry... No, not merry. Have yourself a death-filled Walpurgis Night. Sacrifice a cat. Let's see. Walpurgis Night is commemorated in part by a uh, bonfire, which is supposed to represent the ceremonial burning of the witches. Oh, I hope Kellyanne Conway's there. Alternative fact. Burn her! 
are. No, actually, don't. You'll never get the smell out. I wonder what kind of perfume she wears. White diamonds. No, no, that's too classy for Kellyanne. She probably wears a, a, a Britney Spears perfume, like a concoction that she makes at home where she mixes three different Britney Spears perfumes, fragrances together. Mmm, mmm, you smell so strong, Kelly. What are you wearing? Well, it's a mix of fantasy, curious, and prerogative by Britney Spears. I got all three at Target, and they price matched Amazon. So it was a steal. It was a bargain. Oh, thank you. You like my dress? You want to know what color it is? It's liver. Liver is my favorite color. It's Incidentally, it's also my favorite food. I love liver and onions. I eat liver and onions every night for dinner. And then I smoke meth and I fuck my husband. See, I, there are lots of sides to me. There are lots of sides to Kellyanne Conway. I'm like a Dungeons and Dragons dice. I have 32 different sides. But the media doesn't care about any of that because they're fixated on the negative. When you polish the floor, you have to move the tree. If you can't do something right, don't do it at all. I went to see uh, Sandra Bernhard last night. It's my second time in two years to see her. She was performing at the Wallace in Beverly Hills in the Lovelace Theater. Michelle Lee from Knott's Landing. Remember her? She was seated directly behind me. I was in the front row. So it's a small venue. It was great. She did a whole bit, Sandra Bernhard, about having a line on QVC. And she talks about, she's like, we have tops in four different colors. And the first color, she said, was liver. And I just thought that was hilarious. Liver. Liver. Ugh. Liver is so bleak. Ugh. Ugh, so bleak. I don't want liver. Uh, so this is my 43rd Christmas on this planet. I've spent several other Christmases on different planets. Across the universe, but I don't want to brag about that. So, yeah, 2018 Christmas. I'm not going to go home. I'm not going to go back to Houston because I can't do it. I can't sit in my mother's museum-like apartment and just listen to her sigh. <sighs> she acts so put upon. She doesn't even cook. She has it catered. All she has to do is heat the food up in the fucking oven. And she acts just like, oh, my God. Here we go. I had to make everybody a plate of food now. <sighs> no, no thanks. No thanks. I'll stay in L.A. and fucking order a pizza with the rest of the Christmas orphans. We all get together, do a potluck, watch showgirls. I didn't fuck him. Yeah, you did. You fucked him and her. Man, everybody got AIDS and shit. You fuck them without fucking them. That's what you do. Well, it ain't right. You got too much talent for it to be right. That's my favorite holiday movie. There's a scene in Showgirls where right at the end, she paints her nipples red with lipstick. And then she goes and kicks Andrew Carver's ass. She goes, fuck off, fucker. Fuck off. And it, it really, to me, it reminds me of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, except with nipples. That's Nomi Malone's version of hashtag me too. She doesn't tweet. She's like, fuck that. He raped you? I'm going to go kick that fucker's ass. Hold on. Let me paint my nipples first. Do you have any lipstick? I could probably use nail polish, too. Whatever you have just laying around the house will make it work. This is a make it work moment. But they have to be painted. They have to be red. It's like an OCD thing with me. That's it. They just have to be bright red when I'm kicking ass. And I need, I need like a boot that comes up to my thigh, too. 
I call them my ass-kicking boots. Oh. There's lots of um, Christmas symbolism in the movie Showgirls. That scene where she has to put ice on her tits reminds me of Frosty the Snowman. I bet you, I bet you Donald Trump probably watches Showgirls every year for Christmas. It's his favorite Christmas movie. We have, we have so much in common, me and the Donald. Did you see Melania's Christmas trees? Oh, my God, they were awful. They're, like, bright red. They look like used tampons, oversized used tampons just plucked in the White House. They, they're they actually perfect, I think, for the dystopian reality that we're living in right now. Red Christmas, blood-red Christmas trees. Can you actually make them bleed? I was wondering, instead of lights, maybe we have... um. Like a sprinkler system put in that spray actual blood onto people as they walk by. Like immigrant gay people blood, um, blood of of uh, criminals, of people who try to vote and get turned away. Just blood of all the enemies of my husband. Mm, yes, you know how Michelle Obama had um, the, uh, the garden and she grew fruit and vegetable? We got rid of that. That is where we bury the bodies of people who uh, tweet mean things to my husband, uh, Donald. I believe his name is, and we keep all the bodies there. There we we we, we behead them, and then we we pluck off the head. Uh, we turn the head into a, a delicious Russian Eastern European stew, and then we we plant their bodies in the Michelle Obama vegetable garden. The first lady is defending her red Christmas tree decorations. The forest of cranberry-covered trees has garnered praise, but also mockery, inviting comparisons to The Handmaid's Tale <laughs> and Elmo. It's a bit much, in my opinion. Others say the blood-red trees look straight out of The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Fox News' Laura Ingram says the attacks are unfair. I've heard a lot of really goofy criticisms of Melania Trump. This has to be... The dumbest thing I've ever heard. During an appearance at Liberty University in Virginia, Liberty the University. first lady brushed off the negative chatter. I think they look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think they look fantastic. I'm here at Liberty University. It, in, uh, back home in Estonia, it is Christmas tradition to take youngest child in neighborhood and to kill that child, and then use blood to paint the leaves a Christmas tree. Everybody at Liberty University would be... Yes, you're such an inspiration. Praise Jesus. That's what Jesus would do. I'll tell you one thing. I will not be doing this holiday season. I will not be gorging myself on holiday food because I'm, for the first time in my life, I'm on a diet. I'm currently on day six of my diet. No, no, stop, stop. Fast forward. No, I'm on day 11 of my diet because before, everything I recorded before this was done six days ago because my diet has made me so hungry. I'm just like, I'm just, I have no energy to get anywhere. Must be weird not having anybody come on you. So weird. So weird. I'm on a strictly all-cock diet. But Christmas cock. Oh, Reagan, the dieting bottom. Had a very closed up hole And if you ever blew him You would think his shit was coal All of the other mean queers Used to laugh and call him gay Like they were They never let poor Reagan 
Suck and fuck until he came. Then one magic Christmas Eve, Satan came to say, Reagan, with your hole so tight, I'll mount you and pound you and make it right. Then how the mean queers loved him, and they showered him with pee. Reagan, the clothes hold bottom, get down on your skinny knees from dieting. Ooh, I need to pump up this jam. I need to pump up the Christmas wrapping. I need to pump it up like salt and papa and spinderella. Pump it up. Yes, feeling it. Feeling it. Yes. You know what I love most about Christmas? I love Christmas themed porn. I love it how porn websites, they really go out of their way to bring you, you know, Halloween porn, Thanksgiving porn, getting stuffed at Sean Cody and Corbin Fisher. Fucking William Higger, Higgins presents the Christmas spelled triple X dash M E S S unwrapped. Unwrapped meaning, you know, Full penetration, cream pies with no condoms. Kind of like we're living in a pre-AIDS era. No condoms. Condoms are for cowards. Like 1976 again when I'm a baby and I can have sex with anybody I want and let them unload inside of me and it doesn't make a difference because AIDS and HIV don't even exist. Ooh, daddy, I'm six months old. Cream pie mile. Yay! <laughs> How I made it through 42 years of life without ever contracting HIV is beyond me. Well, I guess it's not that shocking. I mean, I grew up at the height of everybody being paranoid. So I was always very careful, always used a condom. Not like today's kids who start taking Truvada at age six, kind of like it's like a Flintstones vitamin. Bang, bang, get the monkey bars! But shit, these kids, I mean, this whole generation, I feel like this upcoming generation, has a lot to worry about because they don't use condoms. Their parents are so fucked up, they don't give them any of the fucking um, inoculations to ward off diseases, so they're not immunized, so they're not only passing around, like, sexually transmitted diseases at the age of 2, 3, 13, 15, but also measles, polio. They're like these old diseases are like an old Edith head gown that you're pulling out and you're like, oh my god, it's vintage. Wear it to this year's Oscars. Everybody will love it. Who's your date for prom? Oh, well, he's the father of my virus. His name's Ronaldo. He's from but that doesn't mean that I don't have fantasies of what it's like to be carefree. I mean, like, my, my sex fantasy, even though I am so sexually conservative, I have not had sex in almost five years. Or no, maybe almost six years. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, when I'm, when I'm masturbating, because I do do that, I, uh, do do, uh, I, I think of, like, the, the most raunchy, I'm like, I just want, I want to be covered in spoon. You know, that's what I'm thinking as part of my fantasy, right? Never a condom. Never a condom. Like, I want it to be rough. I used to have rape fantasies. Margaret Atwood has a whole short story about that. I don't have that anymore, but, uh, but yeah, I used to. Like, what would it be like for a guy to just be like, shut up, Reagan, you talk too much and throw me on the bed and beat me? And like, I remember when I was a kid and I watched Footloose and the girl gets beat up by the hot guy in Footloose and I was like, I want to be her. Goals. Hashtag. I mean, but I didn't know any better because I was a little kid. I was like six when that movie came out. And that kind of made, isn't that sad that that sort of violence made sense to me? 
on some type of psychosexual level at the age of six. And I know I'm not alone with the, Hold on, let me turn this down. Now it's too much. Okay, Christmas wrapping. Okay, so I want to go to this web because I, I don't think I'm alone in this. I think that it's, it's kind of hardwired into the fantasies of a lot of gay men. So I'm going to, there's a website I go to. It's called waybig.com backslash blog. And it gives you all the up-to-date... It's like the CNN of gay male pornography. I just like reading the names. I'm here for the articles. That's what straight men say about Playboy, right? I'm just here for the article. I'm just here to read the website, not look at the filthy, nasty, disgusting pictures. But I do get a kick out of, like, the names of the porno scenes and also the actors. So, for instance... Here's a scene by a studio called Fraternity X, which really has cornered the market on this whole, like, gay brutalization. It's always somebody being raped and held down and paddled and tied up with duct tape and cream pies. So this scene is called Paddle Virgin Hole, which, sidebar... Incidentally, I think that was actually the running title of Schindler's List before they decided, before Spielberg decided to call it Schindler's List. Paddle Virgin Hole, starring <laughs> Alex Rim and Cody K. Nuts. I wonder what the K stands for. Fucking ketamine, man. It's like I snorted and it's like, like, what? Oh, here's a title I like Stretch Me Bro. Bareback. Sounds like a Gillian Flynn novel. Stretch me, bro. This guy in it, Spencer Whitman, he he goes to my gym. He goes to 24-hour fitness. He lives in my neighborhood. He's hairy. He is a very juicy penis. It looks like it was cooked to perfection, probably by a sous vide. Precision penis cooking. Okay, here's another title I like. Um, this is from a, a website called... A studio. Sorry, they don't like to be called website. Studio. It's a studio called Missionary Boys. And the name of it is called The Living Sacrifice. Oh, because it's like a whole Mormon theme. Got it. And this guy's wearing like a red mask and he's wearing that Mormon underwear. And it's starring Bishop Doves and President Lewis. President? Oh my God. They really, I mean, how did they get, now the, not the president of the United States, president, president of all gay porn or the studio. I need to know. I have so many questions. Does President Lewis have a press secretary? A Sasha, because Sasha could be like a boy's name as well. A Sasha Fuckabee Sanders. Some cross-eyed porn twink. I don't want to take any questions. I already answered that. You are fake news, waybig.com. Oh, oh, this porn title, this Christmas porno title, it's a, it's a rhyme. It's a poem. It's done by a studio called Raunchy Bastards, which I believe led the pack studio-wise for Oscar nominations last year. And um, this is episode 185, and the title is Mate from the Dock Can Sure Drain a Cock, which is actually a, a, a line that's plagiarized from the great Maya Angelou. Okay, I'm going to do one more title for you. It's called, and this is, hold on, let me tell the studio. The studio is called Men. That's creative. Men. That's like, what's the name of your studio? Movie. It's called Movie. We do movies. Men. Uh, the title of this movie is called Renovate My Hole. I need an extreme hole makeover. I do. I really do. It stars Damien Stone and Theo Ross. I like that name, Damien Stone. Damien Stone. What's your name? I'm Damien Stone. 
I'm straight, but I do gay porn. I smoke meth, and I like to thuck. Got a problem with it? Well, there must be some mistake. I'm not sick. Except for the burning sensation and the discharge, I feel fine. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know This right is now. a freaky dicky story from the headlines. Crazy. Crazy. Andy Cohen, the queen of all things Bravo, announced that he's going to have a baby via surrogacy. Today we're going to be talking about reproduction and its consequences. In order for you to learn what it's like to take care of a 10-pound baby, baby, each of you will be taking care of a 10-pound baby. First up, Jerry Blank. But I've had plenty of babies. Just now I've carried a full term. Andy called me, and he said, he's a huge Big Brother fan, actually. He always has those people on the show. I wasn't lucky enough, but uh, he said, I don't even know if his Watch What Happen Li- Happens Live was on. when. Oh, it was. It was, I think. Sorry, I was just having a Valerie Cherish moment. How can I inject myself into this story where I obviously don't belong? Oh, yeah, Andy and I, we got way back, way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cool. We're cool. We still talk. Christmas lists and stuff like that. Yeah. No, way back. No, so, yeah, of course, he called me, and he was like, Reagan, please be my husband. And I said, listen to yourself, Andy. Two daddies? I just want to acknowledge on this Christmas how everybody's like, oh, it's so difficult to be single on Valentine's Day. No, it is so difficult to be a spinster, single, childless, barren person like me on Christmas. Not Valentine's Day, because all my little heterosexual friends with their beautiful little families and happy, happy babies send me their Christmas cards, and I get to see it. And at first, I feel bad, because I always feel like, you know what, if you're doing something nice for me, I want to do something nice for you. Like, you're you're letting me know that I'm important enough to re- to be on your Christmas card list, and I, but I don't send out a Christmas card, and then I feel guilty, right? And then I have to stop myself and say, no, I have to talk myself down off this ledge because I don't have a family. I don't have a baby. I don't have a so-called husband. I, it's just me, my French bulldog beau, and his fleas. I was talking to my mom on the phone, and she said, she said, what are you doing for Christmas? And I said, I don't know. And she goes, <gasps> That makes me so sad. And I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna hang out with friends, like the other Christmas orphans who don't have babies or husbands and don't want to go back to their family because they had to deal with the, oh, how, how sad. Your life makes me so sad. So I just fuck with her even more. She's like, what are you going to eat, Ray? And I said, I don't know, probably a half a baked potato. Baking a potato seems relatively simple. But should you wrap it in foal? I prefer placing it on a hot rack right after stabbing it with a fork repeatedly. Like you might a hairdresser who cut your bangs too short. Holy shit. Everything on Yahoo News is fucking clickbait. Every single thing. Like, it's like every third story is clickbait. Seeing Howard Stern's home will make you emotional. And then it says sponsored right next to it. Here's another one. These 80s fitness stars look pathetic nowadays. <laughs> 23 really cool products you've never seen before. Sponsored. Another one. These women from Star Trek aged flawlessly. I never even watched Star Trek, and I'm like, oh, I'm curious. I just want to know. I I wouldn't even know who any of the women are. 
I just want to see the pictures. I want to know if the judgment, the clickbait judgment is correct. Does the 80s exerciser look pathetic now? And does the woman from Star Trek age flawlessly? I need to know. I need to know. Come on, baby. I need to know. This is, it's Christmas. And this is the shit that I need to know. I'm like Santa who's making a list of who's naughty and nice, except I'm making a list of people who look pathetic and who aged flawlessly. Oh, this headline from the Los Angeles Times. I mean, I could have written it. I was past 60 alone and afraid that my chance at romance and passion was past. Should I click on it? Okay, I'm going to click on it. Click. There's a picture. It's like a pastel picture and it says, it took all of my courage to say I have herpes. Oh my God. I'm just going to skip to the end of it. This is how I do all of my academic reading. Look at the picture. What is the, 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 the you know, the, the wording under the picture and then skip to the last line. The desire for physical intimacy and emotional connection are timeless, no matter how old our bodies are. The author is a business executive living in Calabasas. I'm going to change my bio on Tinder to all of that. The entire thing, the entire spread. Caption. Caption's the word I was looking for. In political news, we are in the midst of a partial birth abortion. No, I'm kidding. We're in the midst of a partial government shutdown right now. This is Trump's third. Now, that's really saying something, given that the Republicans control the courts, they control Congress, and they control the White House. But this is the third government shutdown, despite how rare government shutdowns are. The news thrilled Senator Susan Collins from Maine, who was going to leave early anyway. Oh, I gotta leave early today. <laughs> I'm having my uterus scraped. Oh, I, uh, I brought a note. I know, I read the note. We all... Read the note. To me, it's so obvious why Trump is doing this. We're going into Christmas. He's like, I don't want people thinking about Jesus. I'm not going to be upstaged by that dead guy again. I want people thinking about me. This isn't really related, but quick tangent, quick tangent. Uh, there's a Twitter site, and it's called GOP Teens, and they tweeted, "What in all earnestness, what would Jesus's favorite gun be? That, I don't want to run over this. I just want to let that sink in. What would Jesus's favorite gun be? And at first when I read it, I thought that it was another Twitter person trolling the GOP teens, like trying to ask that question because it would make them seem, it would make it seem ludicrous and ridiculous that, you you, you know, you're trying to be like, oh, praise Jesus, but pro-gun, right? But no, they actually tweeted that out. And then somebody responded to them, a nail gun. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that on Christmas. In celebrity news, Paris Hilton is no longer engaged to the hottie that she was engaged to before, but she says she is keeping her 20-carat engagement ring. Why? It's very expensive. It's very expensive. Two million dollars to be exact. That's how much I got my hair insured for when I was on TV. I love it when celebrities get their like their butt insured or their hair insured. I have very popular hair. People like my hair. I need to get it insured. Two million dollars? Why not? Terrace's ring is a teardrop diamond, which I think is fitting. Why? Because I cry. I'm a person too. And it's not hot whenever I break up an engagement, so I have to keep this because it's a symbol of my pain, the tear, the diamond tear. Okay, there's a picture about the government shutdown, and there's a picture of, uh, I'm about to do such an embarrassing confession. Okay, but I feel like we're in a place of trust. This is a safe space for me, for you. Okay, so I'm going to share it. There's a picture of Paul Ryan, and I hate myself for this, but I find him sexually attractive. I find him attractive 
physically, sexually, and I really do, like, just another reason to hate myself on Christmas 2018. I even find him kind of attractive in that picture of him where he's trying to curl the five-pound weight. The fucking Jane Fonda workout jazzercise five-pound padded weight. I even find him slightly attractive in that photo. I just, you know what? I have to, I have to clear my palate. I can't believe I just admitted that. Nobody will ever listen to me again. I need to go into my like stone cottage. I need to meditate. I need to go to my happy place. I need the happy place music, please. It's working. It's working. My blood pressure's going down. You don't find him attractive. You don't. He's a ghoul. He thinks it's an accomplishment when he takes away people's health care and their social security. He's gross. When Big Mo, as always... Think of the fucking Elizabeth Taylor White Diamonds commercial. Anything to just wash this gook off of me. I need a handy wipe for my brain. Paul Ryan's not cute. He's not cute. He's sinister. He's evil. He's fucking... You know who he is? He's Marty. the, The hotel... The Cornell Hotel guy in Dirty Dancing. That's who he is. The one who pushes for the abortion. That's who he is while being against abortion. Only abortion if you get Penny pregnant. That's who Paul Ryan is. Okay, breathe. Four or five. But he does have those crystal blue eyes. And he has that dark hair. I love a man with dark hair. He's fit. But he's Paul Ryan. Stop talking myself into your attraction. Stop doing it, Reagan. Sorry. My my personalities are having an argument right now. It's like that movie Split with James McAvoy. Oh. <sighs> I'm sorry, Mr. Pressman, but I booked up the whole weekend, you know, to show and everything, so I won't have time. Yes, for yes, Johnny Castle, Patrick Swayze, and Dirty Dancing is my Jiminy Cricket. Listen to him, Reagan. You have to do what's right. You have to do what's right. You can't sleep with his wife. You can't sleep with Paul Ryan. You can't sleep with the hotel Cornell guy. Okay, see, that did it for me. That did it for me. All you, That's what you need in life. You just need a... I decided tonight's a night with Robbie. Oh, hold on. He doesn't even know yet. He doesn't even know yet. Oh, hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Sometimes you just need to... You need that touchstone. You need that pop culture touchstone to whip your different personalities into shape. Whip your head. Whip your head. Well, I can't do his accent, but I did whip my head. You whipped it good? I did. I did. I did. I am having a very Norman Rockwell Christmas Eve. Very traditional. I woke up completely hungover after spending the previous night in West Hollywood wearing a harness. A come fuck me leather harness, just like Norman Rockwell painted on all those plates. So I wake up... My friend Lenny calls me, asks me if I want to go get a a Christmas Eve meal, and I said, absolutely. So he picked me up in his Toyota Yaris, and we had a traditional Christmas Eve meal 
at Jersey Mike's Subs. Came back to my place, and uh, my OCD was really out of control, as it sometimes is after I've spent two consecutive nights drinking. And so I decided it would be perfect to watch Bird Box, the new Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix. And I watched it, and I was stressed out for two hours, but I was so entertained. It was the perfect Christmas Eve movie. Then when I was taking Bo out to take a shit, I, I remembered, oh fuck, I never posted my Fox in the City Christmas special. And I promised that I would get it out on the 23rd and it's the 24th and I'm late. Does that mean I'm pregnant? What are my options? I need to dial 1-800-NO-ABORT and get some good old-fashioned advice from the women who work there at the call center like Jasmine and Stacey Ann. Hi, this is Sabrina, the helpline. Want to give you options. Did you know that if you have an abortion, you're going to get cancer and you can permanently damage the baby's retinas? Did you know that? Just one abortion can do it. could permanently blind your baby. But I just want you to know that you have options. You have the option not to do it. You can keep your baby. You can cook it. You can sous vide it. You can pan fry the baby. God is good. I'm just so glad that all of us here at the at the the Noah Bort hotline, we are just we are thrilled that we have a president who is here to protect our rights, to make sure that the evil Planned Parenthood is closed down, so we can give you your real options. And your options are to not have any options other than raise your baby just the way a mother should. And that's really the message that I want to spread this Christmas Eve. Have your baby. Have it. Because we here at Noah but we believe you can have your baby and eat it too. Deep fry it. Go ahead, deep fry it. Put it in there with some calamari rings and gobble it up. Eat your baby. I love Christmas music. I love this organ. I think it's such a nice backdrop for storytelling. I'm growing out a beard. I have a pimple on Christmas Eve because I guess I had maybe like an ingrown hair or whatever. I'm just trying to like channel my inner Shia LaBeouf. I want to have a beard. I want to be a manly. I want to be one of those, you know, lumberjack gays. Like Tom Selleck. I look like Magnum P.I. I'm a penis investigator. If you need your penis investigated, I'm your man. I'm the one to do it. I'll do a taste test. I'll do it all. Okay, before I go, I do want to tell you that I'll be back on the podcast fairly soon because I just wrote a one-person show. This is my first one-person show in well over 13 years. Uh, The title of it is More Tales from Inside a Child-Eating Vagina. That's the actual title. More Tales from Inside the Child-Eating Vagina, or a child... I forget what article I use. I'm going to perform 10 minutes of it at a convention in Seattle this spring, and then I'm going to take my show on the road next year, 
I mean, I, I don't know the full extent of it, but I'm going to do a few fringe festivals. I'm going to uh, submit it to the National Communication Association and perform it there if it's accepted, which I'm sure it will be because I'm a famous person. I'm a celebrity. No, I'm very excited about doing this because I, for the last 13 years, all of my writing has been very academic. It's been very, um, you know, scholarly writing with the intent of getting into journals and stuff like that. And I haven't really written any performance pieces. So it's nice to kind of get back into that uh, arena. And uh, so why am I telling you this? Why does this matter to you? So I'm going to do a recording of me performing the two monologues and, um, and you're going to be kind of like my test run audience. So be on the lookout for that in the next couple of months. And then I well, kind of my plan is I, I want to think of like Fox in the City as something I do in seasons, right? So like as the spring semester rolls down and summer starts, then I'm going to I'm gonna do another, you know, probably like 20 shows. I just need long breaks. You, you know me. That's how I roll. Like I come back and I do, you know, 20 shows and then I'm like, I'm done. I can't do anything more. And then I'm gone for nine months and then I start back up. I mean, it's so I'm embracing that. That's just how I operate. It is my modus operandi. I hope you enjoyed my Christmas special. Special! I am suving a pork tenderloin and I, I need to attend to that by not doing anything because that's basically what you do when you sous vide. You just throw it in a bag and put it in water and it cooks itself. And uh, then I'm going to take out a van and bait. You know, as as Norman Rockwell painted. Keep going back to that Norman Rockwell. But I hope you enjoy your Christmas. I want to tell you that if you are in a toxic situation with family that goes, <gasps> then just get out of it. Nobody is forcing you to be there. You can don't worry about letting other people down. You do it for yourself. You do what makes you feel good and healthy. And if that means a fistful of Adamant like I'm about to do, then by God, do it. That's what the holidays are about. Why?
Goodbye.